Welcome to Kinder Gardens, crayon version of equity. Uh, this has been quite a roller coaster, quite a event being able to put together all of this information and as we do so loved ones there's a few things we want to talk about real quick before we go into some introductions the reason for that is because you know when we look and see who's here and who keeps showing up there's a reason we want to see your face we want to connect with your energy we want to be able to feel your vibration so that we can bring in and say the right things so that you can align yourself with this easier and it's the learning curve is not so violent and so when we see husbands and wives when we're getting messages from families that are actually making this a family thing that they do they sit down and they learn about this together one of our gentlemen friends loved ones was talking about how his you know 14 year old son joins him in this this is what darren and i are all about so i'm gonna have to check my language a little bit better now yes this is what i've been trying to say we're gonna dumb this down a little bit and we're gonna clean it up a little bit too uh so it's wonderful to see that the second thing i want to talk about is um i got a beautiful message today from spirit saying that it's amazing what we're doing as far as teaching equity but it's also very important that we introduce the spiritual side to this so moving forward uh we will be introducing in the very beginning some breathing and energy clearing techniques it will only take a few minutes loved ones but we want to teach you the other side of equity the other 70 percent it's kind of a big deal so if we can get the loved ones that show up you know in a certain frequency and vibration with us setting intentions that they be able to understand and be able to to be able to download and assimilate the information in the easiest way possible for them then this is going to change how you remember things it's going to change the vibration of the whole group so we're excited about that. I'm excited about that. That's my jam. So tomorrow, get ready for that. I will actually be doing it a few minutes early. So if you want to come on early, this is what we are going to reward. You are on time when you are before it starts. So uh, five minutes before class, we're going to log on, have some beautiful music playing. We're going to also teach you again, some breathing and some energy healing and charging techniques. That alone is just going to supercharge this class here for you. And the third thing I want to talk about, <clears throat> it's come to my attention that I did not properly mute myself when I was talking to Paige. So let's just quickly talk about that loved ones. Oh my goodness. Paige is our rescue pit bull and she has become very needy when she we're doing talking to our loved ones and this is the new thing and i'm very about being pack lear and letting her know no that's unacceptable <laughs> i'm just gonna remember to push mute next time so sorry about that so that's Paige. if you follow me on facebook you'll see Paige come up because she has been one of my greatest teachers when it comes to trusting and healing from traumas so with no further ado, let's call on Serena for some further um, welcomings, please. Thank you, Jodi, and welcome everyone to the fourth edition Kindergarten Equity Crayon version. So we're up to number four now, so I hope you're all excited and well done on everybody that's turning up every day. We do go for about an hour and the event is recorded and available for replay. Handouts of the slides will be available and, and put in the chat at the end of our um, hour. Um, and also on our social media platforms, which I've just actually put all of them into chat. So um, when downloading or saving anything, uh, when downloading the handout, select Drive um, to add your handout to, not Dropbox, because otherwise it'll ask you to open up a new Dropbox account and some of you don't have that. Um, 
one of the requirements of attending this Zoom is for all cameras to be on full. I was only going to say off. <laughs> all cameras to be on full. Full faces showing, uh, no darkness, so we can see your face, we can see your energy, and we can feel the excitement shared amongst everybody. Please post any questions in the chat um, as you have them. Be specific of what you are asking straight away. They'll be answered on the next um, uh, FAQ questions, which is tomorrow, by the way. So um, make sure you might be writing it in regards to something Darren or Jody have just said, but by the time we get to answer it, we may not know what you're writing it in regards to. So please make it very specific to the topic of your question. Um, other than that, over and out from me and over to Darren and Jody. Wonderful. Thank you so much for those wonderful introductions there, Serena. Thanks, Serena. Absolutely. So I'm going to share my screen. I think that's going to be the one. All right, loved ones. Are we ready for this? Oops, hold on. I'm going to stop sharing. Hold on one sec. a few little technical difficulties but we're learning and speaking of that this was quite the day because this is one thing you know loved ones you have to realize is that you know divergence does have a, a life as well <laughs> and there's times when we have to do life and today was a perfect example of that when i actually needed some help and my queens came and they helped out immensely and i can't thank them enough for doing that so just a quick shout out to them while i'm doing this right now sorry they're just kind of having a few difficulties here one moment okay so where did my zoom i want to share hold on one moment please here we go there finally okay kindergarten school episode four here we go this is what we were going to do first of all is a recap every time we start our school this was the funny thing about last yesterday's class we talked about one word one word within a phrase we were trying to cover national and system but there was so much packed into national that we we couldn't pass it there it's kind of like a word has a bunch of little rabbit holes and we have to be careful not to go too far down the rabbit hole because that's where we lose you then it's no longer crayon version so there was a few things that we wanted our loved ones to understand as far as what national meant and we threw a couple little bonus words in there one of them being what government meant this is why we love our young people starting to understand when they're going to school now, this programmed institution, what these words mean in these programming books. And government means in crayon to control your mind. And then artificial person, this always like seemed like something so sci-fi, something so out there, something machine. Well, guess what? artificial persons are corporations created by law also known as frankensteins so let's do a little summary between the difference of national and citizen because again remember they like to do those like nice little parentheses they like to go hey this is the same thing it's not the same thing. Whatever is in brackets is meant to be removed because you're going to lose it if you sign up for this. So national is private. It's someone who lives in a country but is not of the country because the country didn't make them. Whereas a citizen has to be created by a country. It's you're a member of that club and to be a to be a member, as we know of any club, you have to make an oath. You have to swear your allegiance. And they made it look like we should be so proud to do that. Like it was an honor. That's why there's, we see flags up on people's lawns. Such trickery. It's very, very, very bad. Oaths are bad. Bad, 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 bad. You're going to learn that tonight. Wait till we show you some scriptures on oaths. 
Aaron sent me down that rabbit hole. I was like, oh, are people going to learn something tonight? <laughs> okay. So again, the problem is, is that countries exist on paper. They're not on the land. That's the whole illusion. This is what we're trying to share with you, loved ones. So let's go into the word system now, because again, we only got the first national word in there. So let's talk system. And our uh, Ravina, one of our queens, is going to actually talk about that. So I'll hand that over to Ravina, please. Thank you, Jody. Okay, I'll, I'll start straight away with the word system, etymology of the word, and it comes from Greek, synistanai. Syn meaning with or together, and histania means set up. So straight away, you have an idea. We all being set up. <laughs> we, you know, the stage is being set up for all the players now to come along. And, um, and we've got a few other definitions now that I'll read them for you. Uh, we've got, it means purposeful organized structure that is regarded as a whole and consists of interdependent and interrelated elements. It's an organized or established procedure. And the crayon version is a bunch of little things to form bigger things, all working together. So yes, we're all now gonna go and you know look the next slide. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so the next part of this is to be able to, to design to keep track. Okay, so backing this up in a national belonging to or maintained by the federal government system now meaning established or organized procedure. So I'm going to let Ravina now take us through on what it means to track something. Mm. So track means marks left by a person, an animal or moving vehicle a footprint, recent or fossil, a way of life, conduct or action, follow the trail of movements of someone or something typically in order to find them or not the course, and to be able to find something when it goes missing or lost, even if it doesn't want to be found. If you notice, you know, marks left by a person, footprint, what does that bring in mind, brings in mind? Is it the event? of birth, when gets registered, leaving a mark, entering the system, entering the stage to all the players now to come and play along. So the action now gonna be followed, tracked, their movements and everything. Even if they don't wanna be found, they will be found because they already left a mark they got registered. And a simple way you can think of registered mail, the postal system. When you register your envelope, enters the postal system, you can now track it wherever it goes. So once you leave that track, that mark, you will be found. Okay, so if we know that track now means to record someone's movements not only the someone but all of their movements and again uh here's the the word mind from latin as we previous previously discussed so we're going to talk about every time your mind moves they can actually track it that's a little scary when you think about it. But again, given the technology that's coming at us and look at how fast it is coming at us, will this at least probably be an inevitable possibility in the future? I wouldn't be surprised if they already have it. So this is where we're trying to show people again how to love each other, how to treat each other with kindness and dignity and respect. Put down all the, the, the distractions once in a while and reconnect find some inner peace so that all this craziness will actually start to make sense otherwise this does become very overwhelming and sometimes this can get very frustrating and sometimes this will keep you up at night because you're thinking about it but at the end of the day loved ones this is all 
that keep us going in a special direction that very few people actually get to go down. So it's going to start irritating you. The more you learn about this, you're going to be like, really? Because it's so in our face. Wait till we go over the social insurance number application later today. Like that's, it's almost offensive. And that's where everyone's like, okay, what's the remedy? I've heard enough. Yeah. <laughs> and that's where we're like, no, come back. And, okay. and, and yet it's going to be within a couple more episodes from here, loved ones. After tomorrow's questions are asked or answered and asked, I'm thinking by about mid next week, we've already laid down enough track again so that you can actually start to talk about things a little bit different. You may or may not want to open a particular piece of mail that you get. You may or may want to do things a little bit differently, but this is proof that the material and the information that we're that we're hearing right now, again, this is going to strike a chord within you. You'll really hold on to the things you're meant to, and then the other things you're not meant to hold on to right now, you'll hear it again when you go watch these episodes over again. But the seeds were planted. But the seeds are planted so that you're always making these little steps. Because this flower, it starts to bloom very quickly. And it's beautiful. And it's hypnotizing. And it will, it'll, it'll captivate you. So hold on. All right. So going back to this now. So now that we, we get that they want to track everything you do. When you make a post, when you take out money, when you make it transaction that little sin number that's your little box it holds everything you do within the system okay so now of the people of the people okay well what does that mean serena could you kindly tell our loved ones what that means please with pleasure so when we speak of the rights of the people or of the government or the people by law um, or the people as a non-political aggregate, we mean all the inhabitants of the state or nation without distinction as to sex, age or otherwise. So in a more restricted sense and is generally used in constitutional law, the entire body of those citizens of a state or nation who are invested with political power for political purposes, that is the unqualified, sorry, the qualified voters or electors a nation in its collective and political capacity. In a lesser, uh, easier sense to understand, human beings, men, women, and children, and even more simpler, all the living individuals, a man and woman that live on the planet Earth, human beings in general, or considered collectively. Thank you. Perfect, thank you. Okay, so now we've established they want to know everything about everyone in the system. There's the crayon version. The next part, and they will operate under. Okay, well, what's that mean? Kim, can you please explain operate for our loved ones? Yes, so the red definition for operate, it talks about when they're operating machinery or the physical act. But I kind of took it back as we put on our meat suit and how we operate our meat suit within the parameters. So since we like talking about board games, I kind of thought of the game operation. And you know you have to go exactly within the outline that they give you or you get zapped and scared or whatever the board game is. So the orange definition is to function or behave in a proper or particular way. So we function our meat suits, we like how we drive, how we pay, even as far as social constructs of how we should operate open doors say please and thank you and all these things so the crayon version is to follow a number of steps to get a desired outcome so they have taught us basically how we need to operate crazy okay so operate means to function or behave in a proper way like good little minions that are playing the board game <laughs> Okay, so let's define under now. So if we are under some restrictions, what does that mean, Serena, please? Like a bird in a cage. That was a, the picture that I put there was like the, the jail um, underneath the dome. So we're under. 
So um, sometimes used in a literal sense um, of below in position, beneath, but more frequently in the secondary meaning of inferior, which is one who is in relation to another has less power and is below him, bound to obey another. Or subordinate, which is placed in a lower order, class or rank, occupying a lower position, um, or um, under or in a state of subordination or subjugation. And that's the obligation of one or more persons to act at the discretion of according to the judgment and will of others. Subject to the authority, rule or control of under a dictatorship. Now, a personal, a dictator is a person invested with unlimited power and created in times of national distress and peril. And that's something like what is happening in Victoria, Australia right now, where one of the premiers is trying to get that dictatorship himself. Um, and then under the colour of the law came up as well, which I thought was really cool. This phrase means with the apparent authority of the law, but it actually conflicts with the law. So that was interesting as well, which goes into a whole um, another shebangle. Um, for the orange, in or into a condition of ruin or death, business that we have gone under, um, below to a position underneath something, it's used by police when they put you, pull you up or over and ask, do you understand? That is getting you to answer yes, which puts you into contract with them. You will then stand under them, the corporation, under contract, and they can pretty much do what they want with you, um, like an entrapment. And then for the green version, in a lower position or place, then under someone else's control. And that's why we don't like the word understand very much. When people say, do you understand something? Well, it kind of implies that you're kind of three fries short of a Happy Meal. <laughs> and again, loved ones, this will depend on what it is you're understanding. For example, if you were to say, Darren, do you understand scripture? Do you understand the Bible? Do you understand the teachings of peace and love and prosperity? In that sense, I would have to say, yes, I do understand that. I stand under all those things. I support all of those things. So only in that instance will you ever really hear me, especially in the Queen's chair and the other loved ones, refer to the word as understand because this always been used as a word to, uh, to control us. So we want to start to be careful with that one. That's right. Thank you very much for that, Serena. So now that we know that under means to be put in a lower position, which means they dominate. The next part of this goes into the ancient system of pledging. We get lots of questions, loved ones, around pledging and wait till you hear what we got for you around this topic. Definition of pledging. Okay, as you know, we always have the different versions. And again, we do have a glossary that's built for every one of our classes, um, as well as a master one that we are building. We're going to put in alphabetical order. So as you are building your knowledge around this, like we said, you can just go and take all the green versions and read that and it'll make sense. Then as you build your knowledge, you can start reading the orange. But as far as pledging, I'll let Darren talk about what the black law version of pledging means. So in the law of bailment, a bailment of goods to a creditor as security for some debt or engagement. What's that all about? Well, if we kind of think about when you're in jail, someone can bail you out, correct? Some uh, some other person or some other man or woman or, or, or a family member can go to the judge or the court and say, I pledge $100 to let my Johnny out of jail. Well, that's a bail agreement. Now, bail is actually considered uh, with the AI spelling of this word. There is a lot of speculation here floating around in the, in the background where bail, as in one of the evil gods of, of hell and, and Malak and, and the devil, Bail is another word, B-A-A, B-A-A-L. So that's there actually, that's another God from the underworld that we're possibly talking about here when we're talking about bail. So anyway, moving forward, the necessary... Uh, Queens, can you just like tag that, please? There's a new rabbit hole we need <laughs> to go down. The necessary elements, that means it has to be. 
to constitute a contract, one of pledge are possession of the pledge property must pass from the pledgeor to the pledgee. So they're literally talking about something must leave my possession and be put into your hands or vice versa. Something must leave your possession and be put into my hands. This is part of a pledge. Now, what, what, what is the thing that is going to be moved between us? Believe it or not, rights, liberties, inheritances, inheritances, powers can be moved from one individual or a man to another. From a young child, it can be moved in and out of the system through things like child and family services. They're always moving these little things around in the background for our benefit, but not within the system. Within the system. But so in terms of the pledge itself, this is going back thousands of years. This is something that is uh, given as a promise or a security for the performance of an act. That means I will promise to do something if you do something for me. So, for example, when you pledge allegiance to a country, you're suggesting I promise to give you my entire life's labor and all of my life's output if you give me something. And then most countries say, yes, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll protect you, we'll do and this. that's usually all they offer is protection. Back in the day, you do some research, that's really all a castle or a king would ever offer is protection, not food, not a nice warm dry place to live it was the protection <laughs> which ironically enough how much protection did they actually give yeah it's kind of interesting when you unravel this a little deeper so moving on loved ones the crayon version of a pledge is this is a soul promise this is a promise that's on steroids or this is a magical promise or this is a promise like no other promises out there this is the most biggest powerfulest one ever it's all of you that's why we call it a soul promise because you can sell your soul yeah you can actually so it's who are we selling it to oh and selling means we actually got monetary gain but we actually didn't even sell it we gave it away we gave it away so yeah so again so pledging um it's going to come in the form of maybe you say it by your voice Maybe it's uh, by words, you make a promise like this. Maybe you do it in writing. Maybe you can do it digitally now on the computer. Maybe you can even hire somebody else to be involved with this to help you, you know, work your pledge and accept your pledge. Maybe like even a witness in the background. There's, there's all kinds of things that can spin off from a pledge. So when we pledge ourselves, that means I could rely on you. You, I'm going to take your promise. And if you don't deliver on your promise, I can actually go to a judge and have you put in jail. It's a big deal. It is a big deal. This is why if you had ever watched, you know, movies or TV shows like Game of Thrones, where you'd have the Lord or the King, whenever there's a war coming, they'd have to go talk to all the farmers and all the, all the, all the dairy cow looker afterers, you know, all these types of individuals are now going to have to come together because they've promised that they would go fight the king's battles. This is what the pledge is for. Now, again, some of these men and women, they lost their lives. And by most of them, almost all of them. So again, this pledge is very serious stuff. The entire legal system, the entire banking system, the system that lawyers operate in and uh, politicians operate in and school teachers, and ministers and preachers and, and all these people, we all work in the same system because we've all pledged to do so. Okay, so let's talk about this. This first bullet point. Pledging is evidence and it's recorded through the birth registration. So when your parents fill out that form in the hospital and they submit that, it's a way of initiating the person you might say yeah it's it's starting the game it's getting it's getting that little character developed you don't want to send in a character that's only you know a third complete that that would be unfair for it's, whoever's playing the game it's kind of like a, a game when you go to play a video game what do you gotta do enter player one do, 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 and you have to actually put your name in there what color hair do you want 
that's kind of the part that the that the actual birth registration plays in all of this. It's why the system needs your DNA, needs your fingerprints, your weight. That's where weight in gold comes from, please. Yeah, Let's there, talk about that. there had to be some value to start this whole monopoly game. You're given $200 to start from the banker, correct? Yes. You got to have a little bit of something to start. You have to have a little bit of something to make a deposit, for example, into a bank account so that you can get an account started. Now, the deposit and the account are very important because we talk about that here pretty soon. But for now, I just want, you know, we can just let it be understood. The weight in gold, they're literally talking about the weight of the baby. Back in the day, this man or woman is worth something. And they can now say, well, this man or woman, this child was, you know, nine pounds and two ounces. They can now literally say, well, chances are that that youngster or that child will do something with their life at least the worth of the value of this gold. The 10 pounder babies, they had big expectations, I guess, for them. <laughs> so, so literally a lot of, a lot of the wealth that is given to a man or woman when they're born has to be substantiated or has to be balanced or has to be manifested or it needs to be equated to something. It needs to be measured. It needs to be turned into something else so that there is something else later for that baby to use. Now, gold being a very common thing that we all know what gold is. Um, even a five-year-old, I think, again, from thanks to the video game world in Hollywood, we all know what gold is. So again, we're transferring value. We're just taking a certain type of value and we're making it a different kind of value. This is how that whole system gets started. So it is your consent that through your parents, they actually have the legal right to pledge you to pledge or get the game started in your best interests. They can literally get you going, get you all set up. They set you up as a player. They can, you're all ready to go. They can set you up as a player so that when you hit the right age, you're able to play the game. It's not necessarily the age of majority. It's when you actually apply for that social insurance number. We're going to get to that. That's coming up because this is what, we're learning about pledging is that you have to give it away to get rid of your equitable rights. You're born with your God-given inheritance. You're born with the ability to have no country, to be able to play in the whole garden, the whole kingdom of God. We were tricked though, to give it away. What, what person of healthy mind would ever give away something so valuable their soul for nothing to be dead to be incapacitated you must be delusional you, you must be a lunatic you must be crazy Cuckoo. no man or woman in the right mind would ever do such a thing they would not part with any of this stuff without consideration consideration means payment of some kind uh here I'm going to borrow your lawnmower and I'm going to give you an ounce of gold. At least there's something moving back and forth. When we signed up for this contract, when we were 16 years old, and again, here, this is how we can say, okay, even though this is saying it, you consent when you're of the age of majority, 18 or 21, depending on the country you're in, that's false. And here's why. Most of us entered into this special contract when we were between 14 and 16. Right there, we're already of the age of majority because we are exercising or we are actually starting to formulate this game and we're expressing an interest in playing in it when we're 16 years old. That leads us to something a little bit later that we can talk about where we can literally say, well, then how can we actually be held liable by this contract if we were only 16 years old when we signed it? Well, here's the, other, here's the other supporting comment to that one. The entire public system of 
school, the, the school system is designed to prepare us for this special event. When we're 16, we actually had to graduate. There was actually transcripts from school created. There's marks, there's evidence of you understanding certain principles and things. All thanks to the public education system got us all ready to sign this thing, even though we were under the age of majority. I was 12 when I got a social insurance number. Can you imagine giving your soul away or pledging it to a, a pledging your soul to a dirty cause when you're 12 years old? Come on. Do we even know what any of that stuff means? That's why that's it's not fair. That's why it's not fair. Powers that be. No, it's not fair. We have been tricked. That's why there's a secret door. But that's okay because the devil doesn't play fair. Mm -hmm. It's part so of the we game. Play smart. Yeah, there you go. So we have absolutely no rights as a dead person because dead people have no rights. All you can do is contract. So let's talk contract here now. This is an interesting twist. Dean and I and other. Oops, yeah, hey, bring that back. I know. Oh! No, no, this way. No, go the wrong way. We, Dean and I, and many other loved ones have talked about contract and contract law and contract this and that for almost 15 years now, putting a lot of weight and a lot of merit and a lot of uh, just a lot of thought into contracts. But let's just break this word down for a moment. Okay. So a contract, I'm going to throw in uh, a red version here. A contract, let's break this word up into twos, con and tract. Okay, so what's a con? We all know what a con is. If you're being conned, aren't you kind of participating in a fraudulent event? Someone's trying to con you out of something. Con is never, I've very rarely do Again, it. Again, very in our face. I've never, I've almost have never seen the, uh, the word con in a positive regard. Construct, well, okay, that could be one. But that construct could also be used for bad purposes. But point being here, loved ones. Okay, so we're into we're we're laying down some tracks. There's a system here of recording a tract. A tract of land is a specific piece of land. Tracks and tract. These are things that that are identifiable. So if we're talking about a fraudulent measuring system, a fraudulent something, a con job. This is going to be that's a tract that's tracked again is documented. But again, this is going to sound a little bit weird because we've never really considered a contract to be something bad. But here's why. Why is it a con? Here's why. Are the players or the participants in this agreement not acting in person? True or false? Ta-da! True. They're all intending to deceive. They're all acting in person contract is not what we thought it was well okay it serves the legal world just fine but let's just consider for a moment now contracting by itself the way that word reads knowing what we know now eh, we might want to be looking at different options other than playing with fraudulent stuff stop acting in person so here's another question then well then can a can a man or woman who's not acting in person create a contract my answer to that would be no what are you going to create in place of a contract? What does a man who's living or, or a woman who's living and breathing, what do they deal in? Do they deal in fraud and persons? Or do they, do they deal in truth, honesty, justice, and trust? You've probably heard me mention this in the past before. Trusts and trust expressions are like contracts, but they're a lot better. Trusts are for the living, contracts are for the dead. Mm, Pick one. That's a goodie. So remember that one. So let's just contracts are for persons. Bingo. Good. That was a good one. Queens, write that one down, please. Put okay, that in our notes. That was okay, a really good one. Yeah, so you know, I didn't even read any of this he while I was talking, it. but here we go. So here's the thing: incapacitated dead things like corporations cannot make pledges. Oh, you want me to go there yeah. first? Oh, okay. We're that, yeah. Okay. Uh, we want to give examples of making contracts. Yes. And and literally the the visual on um, the matrix. It's the perfect example of all of the chords coming out of Neil. The more contracts you make with the system, the more you are connected to it. The heavier, the dirtier your hands are. We're going to get into that later.
So every time we took that person, every time we took that all caps name, every time we took that, that entity from our back pocket or our purse, and we contracted with the government or the state or even your neighbor, every time you made application for something, every time you applied, like when you apply your makeup, you applied, a, you literally apply a person or a corporation to an agreement. So like mortgages, loans, social insurance numbers or social security numbers, getting married and divorced. Yeah, I was talking about that one. Driver's licenses. Every time you go, every, when you're eight years old and you want to go get your mail, you want to go get your library card. Mom, dad, I want to go get books from the library. Do they even do that anymore? I don't, whatever. Point being, every time that we took that name and we, we apply it to certain situations, we're actually conning or we're trying to con or deceive whoever it is we're negotiating with. Now, here's the other twist. Unfortunately for us, when we are contracting with the state or the government, the government already knows what we're doing. We don't know, but the, they do. So that's why we sort of get punished for kind of doing fraudulent bad things. Even Is though, that why we pay 21% interest on it, credit oh, cards? It's ridiculous. And we get excited at only paying 4% on our mortgage for 35 years. <laughs> Thank you so much for giving me this. Yes, I'll sign all 40 pages. It's, it's incredible the difference between contracts and trusts. We'll get into that. Uh, probably halfway through our our, our, our sections here with uh, with the crayon program. And I want to talk briefly too. They make us renew these contracts every year. Mortgages every five years. Do you wonder why they do that? And now again, every time you renew or every time you sign up or every time you, every year, you have to add your signature to another piece of paper. That's continuing the game. That's telling the game master that you want to play again. Like adding a life to the player. Yeah, I, I enjoyed this so much. I want to go again. Okay, if you if that's what you want to do, Monopoly says, okay, go ahead. Go around the board again. So come. This Absolutely. is you know. So again, buy more houses. We, load up on <laughs> debt notes. We've made such a mess of things by acting in person and activating a whole system that was essentially there to kill us. Now, I know that's a strong statement, but haven't you already agreed to being dead? Ugh. So all they are there to do is support your decisions. <laughs> oh, yeah. Point, point being, you want to go? Well, let's talk about this contracting here. So this is Anything you are contracting or making agreements with, your mortgages, your bank accounts, doing all your little cards, as when you keep signing up as that player, that dead thing, here's the thing, you cannot be benefiting or profiting from it. The Bible talks about wages of sin, usury. Mm. Wages of sin are literally when we earn our paycheck every two weeks, these are, these are monetary values that are ran through a specific number with a specific name that didn't belong to you. And you're claiming to be the beneficiary of property that's not yours. I know it's similar. Okay, say that one more time, but a little more crayon, please. Okay. We need to dumb them down. If you're losing me, you're losing them. Okay, when we see, look at I got even got thumbs up on that. Okay, sometimes yeah. you're just you're still spewing. We got to slow it down for a crayon, please. Okay, when we go do our job like every mom and dad does, and then every couple of weeks we make money from that job, we trade our time and life energy for money wages those wages come from a system that's a sin that is all developed in fraud so we're actually trying to profit from our fraud every time we go to work 
makes kind of makes you not want to go to work tomorrow. So that means the more the harder the harder we work, the deeper in the hole we go. Dirtier you are. It's, hey, all you richies out there. Ugh, you're you're we'll talk about what game you're winning later. So again, so this is part of the reason why we've made such a mess of things. We actually need a lot of help beyond even my skills. This is why I'm suggesting, you know, here divergence where we've talked in the past about going to the judge and getting the judges to help us. And again, there's a reason for that. The judges, um, the court system, if you do it and if you use it properly, they're there to help us. They're not always there to throw us in jail. They're not always there to take our children away. They can do something incredibly incredible for us if we come to them properly, if we fix a couple of problems with our, our, with our history, and what we've done in the past, we're going to open the doors here for something incredible. Now, again, the judges come to us right from scripture. The judges come to us right from our creator. Our father, God in heaven, has suggested he charges the judges to rule over and make judgments over all the people for all kinds of reasons. So the judges are literally charged from the the big guy upstairs so speaking of scripture and this is what i love we always bring it back to scripture to keep what we are speaking in alignment so you want to talk wages of sin and usury let's see what father has to say about that romans 6 verse 23 for the wages of sin what we were just talking about is death <laughs> He didn't sugarcoat that. <laughs> That's pretty plain and Jane and pretty. Right? Uh, yeah. Do we need to crayon that? Uh, no one? That's just not okay. that's just not good. Perfect. Ezekiel 18, verse 13. Health given forth upon usury and hath taken increase. Shall he then live? He shall not live. He hath done all these above abominations there's that word again we got to put that one in our vocab yep. abominations abominations again is really really bad it's really bad we don't want to be doing anything abominable no he shall surely die death not good <laughs> again ezekiel ezekiel had a lot to say about this ezekiel 18 verse 8 he that hath not given forth upon usury neither hath taken any increase that hath withdrawn his hand from iniquity. Oh, want to explain that word. So when you withdraw your hand from iniquity, that just means you're no longer playing in that game. And if you're no longer practicing or playing iniquity, guess what you're doing now? Uh, you might be using and getting experienced and familiar with equity. Equity and iniquity are the opposite of each other. It's black and white. Up and down, in and out. Crayon version. Usury equals death slash execution. It's a sin. So this is what we were saying is if you, when we we're talking about profiting, we're talking about debt notes of the monopoly money, crypto, same shit. You're in the whole, it's just you winning the dead game. It's, Congratulations. It's not what we were led to believe it was. Again, usury is against the law. As a matter of fact, according to the scriptures, according to Father, don't do it. So why does the entire legal system let us do it? Well, remember, the legal system allows us to play in fraud, deceit, uh, condemnation. We get to play with abominations. Uh, it's the dead game anything flies all the bad things all the bad things are allowed you're allowed to do all the bad things in the legal world okay so moving on now we can read this full sentence are you ready loved ones <laughs> hang on very soon every unnatural abnormal human monster will be demanded and forced to make available to everyone publicly and to be controlled by the government their anything concerning their life and any interest in it in a national 
which is belonging to the government system, which means organized and established procedure designed to keep track, which we now means a record of every single one of your movements. And it will operate, which means to function or behave in a proper or particular way under, which we now means in a lower position than we came in, the ancient system of pledging. And we give our soul to it. This was a prediction, loved ones, over 100 years ago of what we would be up against that people laughed at. And I'm going to say it's past being theory. It's past being a prediction. Anybody who's been seeking the truth and is fluent online with some of the things going on nowadays is going to be able to look at some of this stuff and say, wow, that actually is happening. I'm experiencing that right now. So for anybody to suggest that this is phony baloney, I'm going to say that comment is phony baloney. This is exactly what the banking system has done to us. And we can talk about this for a thousand episodes if need be, but we're going to truly come to understand what legislation means, what parliaments are, when you vote and you cast that vote and you elect another man to rule over you, what does that all actually wind up doing to us? It's putting us in that lower position than when we first entered this world. So you can see how we've, we're being taken advantage of all the time. And this is so much bigger than just having to pay income tax and having to pay for you know, gasoline that's priced too high. This is so much larger. There is such a there is such a spiritually large component to all of this. There is nothing bigger, loved ones, than this stuff right here. And this is why we are bringing awareness to it. That's why we're bringing light to it, so we can at least realize the game and what we're in, what we're dealing with. So. With that, we want to share a little something with you. This is the Canadian application. So if you're in Canada, you want to apply for something called a little social insurance number. This is what you fill out in case you have any questions about what you should do when you see this application. We have included some amazing, great little pictures in here to walk you through it. Now, the reason we wanted to bring attention to this is because in the very middle of the application for the social insurance number, that's why we showed you on the first slide, the very center of this has a very interesting quote. We want to break it down for you. So what it talks about, and I'll read the yellow and you can read what it means. So we broke it down. Here's the crayon version of what the Canadian social insurance number application is asking. The personal information. Personal. We're talking persons. And it belongs to the person. Information. We all think it's all oh, it's ABCs and one, two, threes, and it's sentences and things describing my personal history. Information is actually a military term. It's when all the soldiers line up and they salute the commanding officer and they report for duty. So you are actually providing something here that's going to put you in military formation. You're going to be in the military jurisdiction. You, again, you are standing in formation. You have standing. And you understand that. You understand this. You have standing in the paperwork that you created for yourself. So this goes on to say, the personal information you provide, okay, Provide is a positive term of transfer. You providing something means you took something you had and you gave it to somebody else. You provided it. It wasn't it also means you had it to begin with. It means you had it. It means that the person you gave it to didn't have it until you gave it to them. Now they have it. And now that they have this thing, they collect these things. Collected means they found and are holding something, they have captured an interest in it. Your interest. Your interest. Because again, we are being set up here and our 
our lack of intelligence or our lack of knowledge is really being taken advantage of right here. Again, it's fair. It's not up to the government to teach us this stuff, loved ones. So we need to really stop getting mad at the government. The government's not at fault here. Because look what they just said. Give us your personal information. We'll hold it for you. Transfer us your inheritance. And then under the authority, so, which means. So we, we all know what authority means. It's the author of the thing. The author of the story gets to control the story. If I didn't write or author the story, I can't come in and start making changes. I get my hands smacked for that. And you can't do that either. You go author or write your own story. Now you would have control over that one. So if we are under the authority of a military jurisdiction, uh. all organized through a system of government, of dead things of dead things if we're under that authority we're no longer under our creator's authority this is the big problem we're no longer under god's authority we're under the military caesar this is caesar's realm this is rome from ancient days when rome literally lost the big final war and, and rome fell no it didn't okay so basically means you're under the authority you have legal status you're no longer of the land you are a dead thing so provide us your information we'll collect it we will dominate you of the employment acts whole bunch of acts what's that mean these are the rules of the game it's very interesting how we just signed up to play for a game and yet we don't understand the basic rules and for us to understand the rules we have to go hire somebody else to explain the rules and it's just as confusing but now I just spent a bunch of money and I'm just as confused. And they act, they add multiple acts all the time. All this legislation, all these rules, all these acts and codes change all the time. There's upwards of 80 million of them out there in the public realm nowadays. That's a lot to know. So this thing, this form, this contract goes on to say, uh, after the acts in the and the in the statutes here. Um, so in other words, the acts only apply to persons, not to men or women. No, because you are no longer seen. Only to the players. When you're playing a game now, they don't see a man or a woman. All they see is a costume running around. They, the system actually doesn't know if it's a man or a woman. They see a boot or but a the, hat. But or, the system's letting you know you have to sign up this way to be a member, to get a number. To, yes, like you're saying, to be a hat, to be a shoe, to be the horse of the game. That's your number. This is your social insurance number or your social security number. And again, apologies, I don't know what the term is in, in New South Wales or Australia or, or any of those other countries. But again, it's going to be something very similar to this. It is going to have a social foundational context to the word. And tracking. Social is going to come up here very, very in the near future, and it's not what we were led to believe it is. So this literally means the word sin. When you are taking on this person, when you are playing this game, you are breaking all the rules that the Bible says not to do. And ironically enough, it spells out sin. Again, this is where they, they like to laugh at us. Mm -hmm. In your face. They, but they put it right in our face. They actually call it exactly what it is. And then, and we've highlighted it right in the actual social insurance of our application. What does it say there? Participation is voluntary. Loved ones, this is a very important aspect of the game. We have to volunteer for this. We have to give our consent. And I wanted to touch on this because I was talking to Darren about this. I'm like, why is that so important? Why do they have to make sure that we fully get it and we have all these forms signed and their, their asses are all covered? And the, the reason for that is because to force a man or woman into slavery goes against the laws of creation. If you're not the creator, you cannot cage the bird. Only the creator can. And I loved that. That resonates. And when we talk about feel this, loved ones, feel that. 
Who has the right to put you in a cage other than someone who made you, unless you were tricked to walk into the cage? And here's the beautiful thing, but it's not so beautiful. This pledge, ye, this is you making a very important choice with your free will, something you were born with, no government, no corporation, no one can take your free will away. They can't. It's impossible. The only way you can lose your free will is by you getting rid of it, by you giving it to somebody else, by you pledging it through your allegiance to something else. This way it makes it fair. This way it makes it okay. This way it makes it, well, you just did what you were wanting to do. Therefore, all you got now is everything coming to you. This is a big problem because now you can't complain. Now there's no excuse. And now you're stuck with it. There's no getting out once you volunteer. So the parents start the process. They start and engage the actual player. Then it's kind of like the, the kids are in a little kiddie pool. They're in there like they're just like they have no idea what's kind of going on. And then once they get to a certain age, you have to get out of the kiddie pool. And you get out of the kiddie pool by signing up for the game. That's that's kind of your grace period. If you haven't figured it out by then, more than likely you're going to be entering the game. Sign here. In you go. It's a beautiful little system that they got. So again, now that we're in the game. The door literally behind us slams. You can literally hear that sound. We know we just made a mistake. But yet when you're 16 years old, all you're thinking about is, I can't wait to get my first few paychecks so I can go buy a car and go get some beers and go drinking with my buddies. Yep. Nobody had a right mind when we were 16 years old. Nobody understood contract law. Nobody understood the terms and conditions of this agreement. Nobody understood what person means. Nobody understands that, oh, now that I made this choice, now I'm a debtor. If I'm a debtor, that means I owe something to somebody. Again, for the rest of my life. This is kind of a crappy deal for me so far. And unfortunately, we didn't come to fully understand it until we're into our 30s, 40s, 50s, 70s, and 90s. But again, thank the Lord for the internet and giving us this blessed opportunity to share some of this stuff and crack this door open so that we can actually get out of this system. And I want to read this sentence to you, loved ones. It's hard to hear, but once that door slammed shut, that's when you died. On and paper. That's when the person comes came, to life. Came to life. That's that's when you became your own Frankenstein, a per son, a son of Satan. We volunteered, loved ones to be his biological property. Yeah. I know. Doesn't feel very good, does it? He's really good at what he does. So with that, stay tuned for episode five tomorrow. We're going to talk death pledge. Again, when we talk about these little, <laughs> little multiple ginormous rabbit holes where we have to just kind of keep the crayon color going here there are some different ones we want to just touch on briefly a death pledge death pledge is a mortgage a mortgage yeah. is a french term meaning death pledge if we're pledging things and we're playing with dead things and we're creating contracts this is called a mortgage this is from the doctrine of mort main a french gentleman back i don't know several hundred years ago that came up with this whole idea and in this death pledge, as a matter of fact, in Europe, they don't even call it a death pledge anymore because it has such a dark, dark energy to it. But in North America, they love the term. Mortgage is transferring something to another party in exchange for something else. And believe it or not, here's the something else we got when we made this pledge. We got socialism. We got social contracts. We got debt. We got public interest. All of this coming up tomorrow, loved ones. We're going to get in there. Absolutely. So we're laying a little more track. We're trying to make this as crayon as we can. Again, we have to lay some foundational grammar and glossary down. 
because when these forms come out, these legal forms, when they try to put spells on you to keep you your wheels spinning, you'll be able to pull out this glossary and be able to go, I know what they're saying, but we have to build the glossary with you. So please be patient. We're getting there. This is how we build remedy when you actually know what you're talking about. And you're in the flow and in the sink and in the vibration of it. Again, so. again, loved ones, our big mission statement here is to get you into a position where you can help others as well. This isn't just about us saving your ass. This is about us all working together as one big team and helping as many people as fast as we can. And I would, we would rather do this once and do it properly than five times full of deficiencies and sloppiness. So again, our glossary and our notes will be posted. Our queens are all over that. Thank you again for all of your, your efforts in that. We really appreciate that, Divergence Queens. And to all of our loved ones who continue to show up, thank you. We see you. We hope you are learning lots. And we love you. And until next time, we'll see you tomorrow. We're going to be covering a few glossary terms and also your questions and answers. So please put them in the chat if you got them. We're going to try and get to as many as we can. Thank you so much. We'll Thanks, see you everybody. next time. Bye. Yeah.